Yo, what's good, everyone? I'm back. First, two things before we get into it. If you can hear panting in the background occasionally, that's my dog. It's not me uh, or anything else weird. It's uh, it's just a dog. Uh, secondly, if I sound a little bit more nasally than usual, my hay fever is on fire today. Um, struggling to breathe through my nose, so apologies for that, but we're going to push through anyway. Uh, so yeah, I've been away for actually a lot longer than I thought. Um, I grew kind of pretty apathetic towards everything. Like I just didn't want to hear any other mention of race or any more mention of race, of coronavirus, whatever else bullshit the media is going to push on you. There's just so much crap out there. And yeah, if you let it, and I, I kind of do, uh, it will just consume you. It just keeps you think too much about you. And it's all depressing news as well. They're never going to give you happy news. Uh, social media as well was getting to me. Like, and it finally dawned on me one day. I was just... I, think I was sat on the toilet just scrolling through Instagram and I was like, like, damn, this is just full of crap. There's just people arguing about petty crap. Um, there's just people posturing, so much meaningless fake activism around at the moment as well. Um, yeah, just full of rubbish. Um, and people just sort of talking about things they don't know about. And I, I'm not trying to profess that I know lots about anything, but it, it just gets kind of wearing. Um, so I wanted to get away from all of that. But then also I've realised over the last week or so that I really did enjoy just having an outlet to get things off my chest. So I'm bringing it back. I'm just going to keep talking about random stuff. Uh, I'll try not to get too emotive or into anything. Um, yeah, just about stuff that I can't really handle. Like, there's no point getting upset about it, but I do. Uh, so I'm going to try and work on that. And I have been working on it, but we'll see what happens going forward. Uh, you know, there are a lot of dumb people out there and it's fun dumping on them from time to time. But anyway, speaking of posturing, of bullshit activism and sort of dumb people, the NBA is back. Most sports are back. Um, the three best sports on the planet. You have rugby, you've got football, and then God's gift to mankind, cricket. Don't at me on that either. Those are the three greatest sports on the planet. Now, Boswell sits in a comfortable fourth for me, and uh, I managed to watch the Pelicans-Jazz game, the first game back, uh, and caught highlights of the Lakers-Clippers game as well. Obviously, I wanted the Clippers to win, and it's not even because of LeBron James, um, or not entirely because of LeBron. I, I don't like favourites. Anyway, if anyone comes into something as a favourite, I'm immediately sort of predisposed to root against them. I don't know what it is. Um... Also, I enjoyed seeing Toronto win last year. So it'd be great to see another new franchise go further, try and win it. So I'd quite like to see the Clippers. And I, I, I like Kawhi Leonard as well. I think he's a really good player to watch. Um, but still, not to be, but we go, we, you know, he moves forward. Anthony Davis played really well as well. That guy. Yeah, fair play, actually. I shouldn't, there's, we shouldn't have any body shaming, and that goes for monobrows as well. But like, Jesus, man, that's a strong monobrow. Um... He could do with probably transferring some to LeBron's head, if I'm honest. Like, that guy just needs to accept it. He's got the biggest biscuit I've seen. Uh, just let it go, LeBron. Plus, if you think about it, you'll, he'll look mean as shit, especially with the beard he's got going on, with the silver sort of flex running through it. And that bald head, like, oof. The posters would hit different. Oh, man, I actually, I, I can't stand that saying. Just going off track slightly here. Uh, but one of the most annoying things on social media is that constant recycling of the same old, uh, like same old jokes, setups, comments, whatever. 
everything hits different. Uh, ugh, so many, uh, so many of those. No one, absolutely no one. Somebody says or does something setups. I see on every YouTube video, and most of them don't even make sense as well. Um, I don't know why that winds me up, but it does. I think yeah. I actually think I've just reached that point of being an angry old man. But yeah, as I said, basketball's back. The NBA, the players, associated journalists, and everyone else involved wasted absolutely no time. Absolutely no time at all in jumping aboard the racism bandwagon. Now, that is kind of understandable to a sense if you look at like, the makeup of the NBA. But to me, I'm looking at it. You have a bunch of oppressed multimillionaires, and oppressed in inverted commas, who immediately left the poverty-stricken area, some of them that happened to grow up in, as soon as they got came into money. And I, once again, I'm all for police reform, but I, it's not the way... You don't go about it this way. Like, um, when they all jumped over James Harden for that mask he wore, the, the thin blue... Or the, the blue line or whatever it is, the bloody police... Like, sometimes I don't get America with their whole... Um, <laughs> I even understand what the word is, but it's like the, the passion for things that they have and like the support. I don't really know, but they had they James Harden wore this kind of bandana slash mask, um, and it had a thin blue line running across one of the lines of the American flag, and it's to support the police. I'm, I think it's something to do with the police, anyway. Uh, and James Harden wore it, and he said like he didn't even have a clue what it was about. He was just wearing it because he thought it looked cool. Social media just jumps all over him, Twitter especially, even though we know, we know Twitter's a far less cesspool. But seriously. And he didn't even know what it was about. And you look at, and I look at like the ones who take a bit more of an active line, like Russell Westbrook and those fucking t-shirts that he made. He's, like, <laughs> he's put these t-shirts together. He managed to spell equality wrong as well. Um, and it's just like the overwhelming majority of the people, the names on those shirts didn't die because of an incident predicated on racism or systemic racism or any sort of racial thing whatsoever, just happened to be a person of one colour getting killed by another person of another colour. Um, and yeah, and you can have discussions about Michael Gray uh, or Tamir Rice or even Trayvon Martin. And you know, many people choose to actually ignore the facts about those cases. And Westbrook is evidently one of them. I don't know. Like Charles Barkley said... Talking is one thing. Your actions speak louder than words. And just wearing a shirt and kneeling on the side of the pitch isn't going to do anything. It doesn't solve any of the problems in in the affected communities. And like Kenny Smith as well on Inside the NBA. When that guy uses... When you use big words, Kenny Smith, to try and make yourself sound intelligent, it actually just makes you sound, uh, sound less intelligent. And I know I sound less intelligent when I stumble over my words. But like, come on. So yeah, and I I mentioned the kneeling as well. Like it's it's cringy. I find it cringy. Okay, like LeBron James, he walks into a department store in the fifties, versus LeBron James, he walks into a department store. I don't know why it's a department store either, but he walks into a department store in twenty twenty. What do you think the differences are? For a start, he wouldn't even be allowed in the store in the fifties. Okay, and I find it kind of just cringeworthy because they have that that solemn, resolute look on their faces and they're looking down and holding their fists to the sky. And you know, they believe that their role-playing that they're sort of taking part in is going to result in fewer black people being killed by police or 
well, you know, if, if we assume that's what the, their, um, the, the main motive is, check the statistics on police shootings and you can get up. You don't have to kneel. Or if they're kneeling for something else, to I don't know, like end systemic racism, whatever that may be. I don't know, it's just, it's BS. And they're either LARPing or they're just completely brainwashed and they never, like, I don't know, man. I find the kneeling, it doesn't really solve anything and it just makes you look like an idiot. Especially when you have that look on your face. Like, just... <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. It's also across the board. Like, you look at the England cricket team. Ah, like wearing, wearing Black Lives Matter on their shirts, kneeling before the games... Just give me a break, dude. Like, seriously. England Rugby posting about it all over the socials. And, you know, and I'm just going to go on to something, actually, as well, because I've heard and seen many people asking, well, like, oh, how can you have a problem with Black Lives Matter? You know, it's not about the organisation, it's about the statement, it's, it's fluid or whatever. I don't really understand what they're talking about, but, um, you know, first of all, I think you all struggle to find a single person within the US and the UK. I mean, there probably are some people, but... The vast, overwhelming majority of 99.9% of people who do not believe that a person's life matters, okay, no matter what their skin colour is, and that includes black and brown skin, you'll struggle to find someone who doesn't believe that a human life matters. And I, yeah, So obviously, that statement, black lives matter, rings true for most people, including myself, but it's not about that, it's about the organisation, it's not about the saying, and it's like... I don't know how really to put it, but like, we have there could be a movement called you know, "Rapists Are Evil," and there could be an organisation that sort of pushes that movement, also called "Rapists Are Evil," that actually exploits victims of rape, makes millions of dollars off the back of them, uh, gives them no financial reward in return, um, and then sort of after paying themselves handsomely, funnels the rest of their money into a political party that also actively exploits victims of rape, lays the foundations for even more rapists and rapes to happen, um, in an organisation whose members actively engage in raping people, in murdering and arson. But you can't criticise them because then you're saying rapists aren't evil. I don't know if that point comes across, but it's like nobody disagrees with the statement, Black Lives Matter, the organisation and the ideology that comes along with it is the problem, and it's a big issue, at least to me anyway, that international sports teams, as well as massive club teams that have a huge following, um, align themselves with such a group. Even if they are ignorant of what lies beneath the statement, um, I think it's a problem. And it's also cringy just to see a bunch of millionaires kneeling like they're actually you know, achieving anything. What other sports have we not looked at? Football. I know this happened in American football, I should say. Uh, NFL. I think you knew where we're going. Washington Redskins. Or no longer Washington Redskins. The Washington football team. Like, oh my. Washington football team. It's literally 101, how not to offend anyone. Washington football team. I know it's a temporary name, but I actually genuinely thought it was one of those like, onion articles again when I saw it. Or just someone taking the piss. That seems to happen more and more frequently now. You think this generally has to be satire. 
and it's real, it's reality. So firstly, to me anyway, in my opinion, I haven't actually, I honestly haven't looked into it, but I bet you the majority of people who were offended by the Redskins name were not Indian. There's even a Washington Post poll from 2016 where they found over 95% of Indians didn't have a problem with the name Redskins. And you know, I reckon the other 5% were probably lying. The logo was drawn by an Indian man. And you think, right, are the Celtics going to become the Boston basketball team? Not likely. Seeing as they have, you know, they have a white Irish guy on the logo. I'm not sure about you guys, but it seems to me these leftists who have a problem with the logos only seem to have a problem if it's a so-called person of colour on there. Uncle Ben, this syrup lady, I know she was supposedly based on a racial stereotype, but they did more to change it um, later on. So, like, come on. The Redskins, like, to me, if you're white and you're offended by a person of colour on the logo of a product... You're probably racist. It's just more pointless crap. Like, what does changing the Redskins' name do to actually tackle the alcoholism and poverty in Native Indian reservations? I don't even get the point in reservations anyway. But what does it do to actually tackle those issues? What does it do to tackle the issue of poor education? It's just more feel-good, pat-yourself-on-the-back, white liberal nonsense. And just as, like, an overall kind of thing, like, we're never, ever, ever going to move forward in society if we keep looking for the differences between us. Um, I know that's got nothing really to do with anything, but just that's what my underlying message is through all of this, okay? Stop looking for differences between ourselves and let's look for what, what kind of brings us together and let's move forward because we're... Str- <laughs> like, it's a shit time out there and it's not going to get any better the way we're going currently. But um, just on name changes quickly, I saw Exeter Chiefs, uh, the rugby team Exeter Chiefs, decided to actually keep their name. And yeah, again, no rugby fan anywhere had a problem with the name. I doubt most Indi- most actual like Native Americans, Native American Indians, had even heard of Exeter Chiefs. They probably, again, don't ha- couldn't care less. So, like, enough. And I'm glad they didn't bow down before these people. One more on the kneeling sort of thing. And I'll start with a quick question. On a scale from not at all to maybe a kid said something mean to him on Twitter, how oppressed, how discriminated against do you think Lewis Hamilton is? The man who makes millions of pounds driving fast cars around the world with millions of fans around the world of all races who lives in Switzerland so he doesn't have to pay taxes or overburden some taxes. Come on now, Lewis. Come on. Enough of it. And I saw someone refer to the, the what's this thing called? On uh, the NASCAR guy Bubba Wallace as a professional race car driver. That one, <laughs> that made me laugh. So, yeah, I like that stuff. And actually, just it just came to me quickly. Two points actually. Just going back to the NBA. You know they try and talk the big talk about standing up to racism and all this nonsense, yet. They bend over completely for China. They, LeBron James the same. Bending over for China, who have got black people stuck in cages, have a million Muslims, or however many it is, somewhere close to that number, in concentration camps. There's forced sterilisation going on. I mean, come on. 
I bet NFL, uh, NFL, NBA jerseys, NFL probably as well. But NBA jerseys are probably made by slave labor, okay, in China. Come on. Can't be talking about bullshit, sort of like bullshit racial issues in America when you've got, and then, and then be actively sort of supporting that. I think that's so hypocritical and it just take, completely takes away from the argument. But, you know, they're not going to say anything because it affects their bottom line ultimately. Um, and then also, just on like what I said about with uh, Lewis Hamilton and kids messaging him, there was an incident a few days ago, or a couple of weeks ago now maybe. Wilfred Zaha in the Premier League plays for Crystal Palace, uh, like decent player. And I saw the story came up, uh, re- um, racial or racist messages sent to Wilfred Zaha. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I bet this is either a kid or this is some drunk idiot who's trying to get attention. I doubt like, there's genuine, someone is genuinely sending racial or uh, racist uh, messages. And of course it turned out to be a kid, like some 12-year-old kid. He got arrested. So this kid's going to have a fucking criminal record. Um... I mean, I hope they do something about that. But he's gonna have something, something on his, you know, on his books to say he's he's done this. He's been arrested for a hate crime or whatever. It's like this kid is obviously not racist. Come on now. He's just sending it because he's trying to like get a rise out of you. He knows he's gonna get attention, and kids are little shits, especially at that age. And I just think like, I don't know. Be the bigger man. Say, look, 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 mate, this is like, this isn't acceptable for you to say this. But to get that kid arrested? Oh, Jesus, man. I don't know. I, I don't know. I've been called all sorts of names before. Um, I wouldn't want anyone arrested for it. Doesn't really sit right with me. Uh... But, yeah, like, I don't really hold out much hope for footballers anyway. Still, sort of lost where I'm going now. But anyway, yeah, despite all of that, despite all the bollocks, despite all the political nonsense being shoved down our throats from our favourite sports teams and from the presenters and everyone else, despite all of that, how good is it to have sports back? Like, I love watching the Premier League. I hated watching Liverpool win it, but... Love seeing the football back. Weird without... Uh, it is weird without fans. But that will come. It's happy. I mean, they've already sort of tried a few things in the cricket. The fans will come, even though the government seem intent on destroying the economy, particularly in America. It seems I was being... Pro- I'm actually being proved right about my... Th- like, way back in March, I thought, this is, gonna, this is an issue. And, like, the coronavirus is obviously real. But... I think it's being exploited by sort of deep state neoliberals and China. I mean, China sort of is, you know, is a different situation. But it's quite clear now that Democrats want to sink the economy in the US. But that's a different issue, whole, a whole different issue altogether. We're talking about sports today. It's awesome to have it back. And I, I've been listening to te- the, the, the test matches as well. England versus the West Indies. Big shout out to the West Indies for coming over as well. Like... That probably took a bit of balls. Especially coming from the Caribbean. I don't, there weren't many cases in the Caribbean of coronavirus. And you're coming over to the UK. Where seemingly, you know, everyone is dying. Um, yeah. 
I've had enough today. We'll be back again. Uh, cheers. <laughs>